Hello and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for May 29th, 2007 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Warner, joined each week as always by our Orlando team, including Bob Varley, Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi. In this episode, we'll tell you about the top news stories on the Diz this week, including the story about the five New Yorkers that have been banned for life from Walt Disney World. Disney Cruise Line is doing its first cruise in the Mediterranean this week, and we'll talk with Dreams agent Tracy Whipple, who is currently on board the Magic, with her report from the ship and information on some of the parties being held on board for the Dizzers and the Dreams clients that are in attendance. Kevin Close reviews one of his favorite off-property dining spots, the Orlando Ale House in Lake Buena Vista. And in Forum Watch this week, we'll tell you about what we're reading on the Diz boards. Also, stay tuned at the end of our show when we award the first of our monthly prizes to a lucky listener that sent us an email that we read on our show. All that plus Roundtable Rapid Fire and expanded weekly listener email segment on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. All right, just a reminder this week for everyone, um, be sure to check out the new Diz Unplugged discussion forum at disboards.com. I'll have a link to it in this week's show notes. We've got a few of our listeners over there posting and uh, some some good conversations. Quite a starting. few. It's a, it's a, it's turning into an active little uh, active little forum. Yeah, I'm not bad for its first week. I enjoyed it. I want more though. More of you need to go over there. Okay, I know there's a lot more of you out yes. there that aren't posting. But uh, and uh, another thing, if you're coming down to Florida, if you're driving, if you plan on driving in this state in the near future, just be prepared for love bug. Horror. They're Love. here late this year. Love bugs. But they're in, I mean, it's bad. It man. is. They've posted warnings on the turn, the turnpike the th- um, and I-95 and 75. For yeah. those of you who don't know, love bugs are this small black bug, and they attach to each other during mating, and this happens twice a year here in Florida. May and September. And they sort of swarm. You sort of get these clouds of them. They're not harmful. They don't bite. They don't carry, well, they, may, they might carry disease, but they don't cause any kind of illness. They're just a nuisance. They're just they're, really annoying, and they love the color white. And, and they're yes. really bad for your paint on your car. And if you kill them, they attract more. Yes. Probably because they release the pheromones yeah. that they're using to attract each other. Yeah, lo- love bugs were actually an experiment gone wrong. They were designed to, uh, actually in Gainesville, Florida, they were designed to kill mosquitoes. <laughs> yeah. But now they, they actually have no purpose but to mate and reproduce. They They found that they don't. Kill the mosquitoes at all. Right. Yeah. yeah. They forgot to check before they released them. So. So. But there is a helpful tip. If you are driving and you go through a rest area on, like, the Florida Turnpike, there's a, a place where you can pull into, and it actually throws water on your windshield right. so you can Right, but people are actually getting into fights over, like, play, their place in line to use these things. Oh, and the state, is saying, the state is saying if people don't knock it off, they're just going to shut them down. There's another helpful hint. If you're coming into the state and your car isn't already covered with love bugs, if you spray the front of your car with Pam, <laughs> it's true. It's it's, not, he's not kidding. No, I it, I'm not kidding. It. Uh, the other thing is if you, um, you spray the front of your radiator, I'm not suggesting you soak your radiator, but it helps you flush the love bugs off afterwards. Don't wipe it off. Don't do anything. Just spray the front of your car with Pam. When you get to the point where it's time to wash them off, they'll wash off easier. It also protects your paint. If you are in Florida and you have love bugs on your paint and it's not a rental car, you might want to wash it off any chance you get. If you leave them on there, they will pit the paint on your car. Mm. Oh, good. I feel sorry for anybody having an outside wedding at Disney. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. So. yeah. yeah and, and bug spray doesn't stop them. No. 
All right. Well, just wanted to make sure we got that warning out to everyone. And with that, we're going to move on and do the news, starting with our number three story this week. Jack Sparrow is good, but not good enough to take on Spider-Man or Shrek. The third installment in the Pirates trilogy did a respectable $112.5 million in its opening weekend, but it failed to match the record-setting $135.6 million that its predecessor brought in last year. Both Spider-Man 3 with $151 million and Shrek the Third with $122 million bested the film earlier in May. Now, as Kevin pointed out last week, there are sometimes inconsistencies with the way these numbers are tallied. Spider-Man 3's numbers reflect money the film made when it was being shown to screening audiences the day before the official release. If we factor that into Pirates' take, then the movie brought in something closer to $126.5 million. Either way, the producers aren't crying. The box office take overseas this week adds another $206 million to the film's total, giving it a first weekend worldwide of $332 million. Wow. It's hard to feel sorry for anybody. And when all is said and done, a series of movies based on a 40-year-old theme park attraction that is likely to have earned more than $1 billion worldwide at the box office. And on top of that gave us three more great three great reasons to stare at Johnny Depp so I understand he's agreed he said that he would be willing to do another one no I'm he's not stupid not, <laughs> well I this mean, is this is one of the the greatest characters of all time oh he's he's amazing whether you like Johnny Depp or you don't like Johnny Depp he has created there are one, people who don't like Johnny Depp there are well, many uh, people who don't really but he has created the most mem- one of the not most memorable here. characters of all time. <laughs> no, I love I love Johnny Depp. I've always loved Johnny Depp. But this and, in particular, I think you're right. It's the, one of the most memorable characters, I think. And Pirates movies have longevity. A lot of these movies, they, they get a lot of money their first couple weeks out. Pirates movies make money for weeks and weeks and weeks. Audiences don't go away from them. I read he's working on the, the film version of the musical Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Oh. He's a very brave actor. He does some incredible well, he stuff. He likes challenges. Yeah. He likes challenges. I saw an interview with him. He's, he seems really down to earth, too. He seems kind of like, it I is it what it is, and I'm famous, but I don't really care. And I used to be involved thing. in pin trading, and I was dealing with a lady one night who, as um, we had become friendly, and she was telling me about the fact that she went to California. Because she worked in the Disney store, she was allowed to go into the studio stores and shop. And she said because she was at a Disney studio, she wasn't really concerned about her young seven or eight year old son and she turned around and she looked outside and he was sitting on the curb talking to what she thought was a hobo and she said at first she became a little concerned and then she realized well why would there be hobos inside disney studios so she said just to see what was going on she went outside and he was sitting on the curb and he was talking to johnny depp in character that's uh, so cool. Dressed, so he was dressed in his pirate's uniform. But it was like, <laughs> it was before the first movie, right. so she, she was, really didn't know. She had no idea. But she said, all of a sudden, she walked outside and he said, that's okay, Mom, this is Johnny. Oh, <laughs> that's a great story. He, part of the reason the, uh, the, sh- the movie didn't hit the number was it, it runs longer than the other movies that were released. They couldn't do as many showings, and yeah. They, right. Two so, hours and 40 minutes. Yeah, it's a long yeah, movie. Yeah, so that kind of limited them too and not for nothing the critics have pretty much roundly trashed it saying it was the it's been the worst of the three they didn't like the wizard of oz when it first came out either no you know i don't think i don't think too many people really pay attention obviously too many people don't pay attention to critics otherwise these movies two and three wouldn't be wouldn't be doing as well as they've done so all right number two story this week uh five people who reportedly spat on and swore at guests outside of space mountain at the magic kingdom last week were arrested after one of them allegedly punched a sheriff's deputy in the face. 
The five suspects, all from Shirley, New York, ranged in age from 14 to 20 years old and appeared to be intoxicated. While they were being detained, one of the suspects began threatening a Disney security officer, which is when an Orlando sheriff's deputy stepped in. Now, according to the report, it was then that the other four decided to jump in and begin beating up on the deputy. The deputy said he was, quote, punched with closed fists in the face several times by all of the defendants. The deputy eventually used a taser on a 17-year-old girl after she started to attack the Disney security officer, and that seemed to calm everyone down a bit. All five were arrested on charges of battery on a law enforcement officer and with resisting arrest with violence. Even worse, all five have been banned from Walt Disney World for life. Good. Now, you ask me, they weren't intoxicated. They were on drugs. Mm. There was I have some a question serious... for you. You can't buy alcohol at the Magic Kingdom. So they came in that yeah. way. Yeah, they trash, brought yeah. it in. Or, or they... I, I, think that, you know, I think more likely five teenagers yeah. getting that violent are on drugs. They're not drunk. Yeah. How do They're they keep drugs. you out for life? There's got to be some sort of list. I'm glad they're doing it. Are you on the list? (laughs) What's your name? (laughs) You know what? I would never want to find out. (laughs) Oh, it's that fingerprint thing, I bet. Yeah, Yeah, it probably is. Could Uh, be. Oh, I bet they get electrocuted or something. This was outside of Space Mountain? This is outside of Space Mountain. Imagine all the kids that saw that. Well, no, it was the cursing and the spitting went on outside of Space Mountain. Then they detained them. They brought them backstage into a detention area. Oh, into Mickey Jail? And that's when that's when the in, yeah that's when the uh, altercation with the sheriff happens. Well, so. Corey and I we were Stop waiting in line for the haunted mansion on Saturday with our family, and there was something going on—a shoving match between two families. And after we got off the ride, there was a sheriff and a couple security guards, and then a, a Disney person. I don't know, like you know, an employee or cast member, and then two people that they were questioning, asking them what happened, and what was going on. The queue for Haunted Mansion causes a bit of distress anyway yeah, because there's no real, it's not really a line. There's that bottleneck effect. Well, right. this was outside, not inside. But even, yeah, even yeah. inside, yeah, right even before you get in. Right. Yeah. It's, you know, you can be standing next to somebody and the next minute there are 10 people ahead of you or you're 10 people ahead of them. It's because of the way the line flows into the turnstiles. There's no but real line. But there should be no shoving and pushing and calling. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. People, it's Disney. Take a breath, yeah. relax. And be happy and right. be nice to you're others. You're going to get in the ride. Everything is going to be Maybe cool. they'll correct us with doing the rehab. And they do need to correct a lot of things. That uh, It stopped about five times oh. we were on. And also the, the whole soundtrack was... It usually stops to let on and off handicapped people. Because yeah, yeah I, I know, I know that, but I mean, no, this I'm talking was about in the middle, like in the middle of the ride. Yeah, even then, it, it was. Yeah, but they have yeah, to stop the. It's the, a continuous line. It was more than know. usual. It just never ha- had happened that many times. Before. Every time I ride it, it stops when I'm backwards. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your spine snaps. All right, our number one story this week: representatives from the six unions representing more than twenty-two thousand cast members at Walt Disney World agreed to a contract extension of thirty days in order to work out remaining differences with the company and hopefully avert an all-out strike. The unions narrowly rejected a proposed contract on May 19th by a vote of 2,870 to 2,583. And so this is, they've, they've extended their contract now, I guess, until June 20th. So we've avoided a strike for the moment. But I've got to tell you something. You know, I've said a couple times on the show that I'm, you know, I'm very pro-union, and I really hope they get a good deal. I'm going to take that back. And here's why I'm going to take that back. 22,000 people in this union and only 5,000 of them bother to come out and vote on this contract, you deserve whatever you get. If you can't be bothered to show up and be counted as part of this contract, 
you deserve to get stuck with whatever crappy contract you end up with. Isn't that true anytime you have a right to vote? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And I, I just, when I saw that, that it was you know, to basically about 5,500, 6,000 cast members out of 22,000 even bothered to vote for this. You deserve whatever you get. If you don't show up and be counted, you des- you're stuck with whatever you get. And a lot of times, I don't know about this particular instance, but a lot of times they do proxy voting. So all it is is a matter of sending in a piece of paper that says, I let the representative vote for me, and those are counted towards the vote. So people can't even take the time to do that, to send in a proxy. If you are a cast member listening to this show, and you are covered by one of these unions, and you didn't vote, shame on you. You deserve whatever you get. Yeah, go vote. Or don't get. (laughs) You know, you got another chance to vote on this in 30 days. You know, go... You know that's that's how they're going to get the deal that they should get. I believe that, I, honestly. I don't think you can pay these cast members enough. I don't think you can pay them enough for the work they have to do. And frankly, the better their contract is, maybe that'll help increase the morale and and some of the uh, customer service issues that seem to be plaguing and Disney if, World right now. And if management sees twenty thousand people voting against it and two thousand people voting for it, you get a better sense of what is this union saying. Yeah. Yeah, you're sending a bad message to the to the company. It says, mean, we don't care about what you give us. Give us so whatever you give us, and we'll just take it, is what they're saying. They won't get aggressive. Well, and that's going to do it for the news this week, folks. We're going to go ahead, and we got a big show today, so we're going to move on and uh, go right into rapid fire. And who would like to begin? I have one. Bobby. My rapid fire is uh, for Disneyland, uh, going along with the, the new Pirates movie. They... On Friday, they opened up Tom Sawyer's Island, and now it's uh, Pirates Lair. And they have some really cool stuff over there. They've redone the island, and they have a, a place where they, they bury treasure and uh, things like that. So it, it's something for the people out in California that should go check it out. We cool. also have some photos up. Uh, we have a friend, Michael Smart, over in Disneyland uh, in California, and he, he actually sent us some photos of the Pirates Layer show. This guy takes the most amazing photographs. Have you seen his camera? Yeah, that camera's huge. <laughs> yeah. He looks like paparazzi. He's got a bigger camera than I do. But he's going to send some more photos of the island and stuff like that, so hopefully we'll get those up soon. Yeah, if Is you this camera envy I hear? <laughs> see some camera envy going on. Yeah, his camera was bigger than my camera. Oh, gosh. <laughs> The, um, <laughs> it's not the size; it's the aperture. We actually have a uh, <laughs> we actually have a gallery of all Michael Smart's photos in our Disneyland area. I'm going to include a link to that in the show notes. All right. Well, thank you, Bob and uh, John. What do you have? Um, we actually uh, spent a little time this weekend over in some of the outlets um, over here in Orlando. They had sidewalk sales, so they had some good deals going on. And kind of just for fun, I popped into the different. Uh, Disney outlets, and I'm not sure if people are aware of this, but there are several Disney outlets in Orlando that uh, Disney sells their merchandise, usually um, last year's merchandise, last year's styles, for significantly reduced pricing. There's the character outlet in Lake Buena Vista Factory Stores on Route 535. There's the character premiere outlet, which is in the premiere outlets, which is over on International Drive. And there's a third one in the Prime One outlets, but I'm not sure that that's open at this time because they're redoing the Prime One outlets. But in any event, they have some really great stuff, really great pricing. It's not a lot of it's outdated. A lot of it you might see uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party '06 and things like that. It's but, not all that outdated. I, I spent fifty nine dollars on a, a sweatshirt jacket just before Christmas, and it's in the outlet 
yesterday for 26. And that's my point is that in addition to that, they had some other great stuff. As an example, they had men's dress shirts. Any guy could wear this with a tie and a suit, blue and white pinstriped for $9.99. And they have the little um, embroidery on it that's the partner statue, the statue that's in the Magic Kingdom. Oh, really? Of Walt and Mickey holding hands and looking at the castle on it. Really cute. They, didn't have, they don't have them in big guy sizes or else I would buy one. I'm all over that. It's really, really cute stuff. And we got a poster from the 2006 Festival of the Masters. It doesn't say 2006 on it for 99 cents. <laughs> so you're talking about great prices. Try to avoid these places that have 10 shirts for $5. Yeah, garbage. Right. They're not official Disney merchandise. They're usually very low quality. Try to avoid all that stuff. If you buy an extra large, you're going to have a, a child small by the time you're done washing <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. And Mickey's going to end yeah. up on the back of the shirt. After a couple of washings, they'll be falling apart on you. And this is actual the, Disney merchandise. Yeah. One other thing I should tell you is if you're in the store and you see it, buy it. This merchandise moves in and out quickly. Once it's discounted, I believe it's donated to charity after it's at, it leaves the the discounted stores. So if it's something you see and it's something you think you might want, buy it. Right. This is discounted merchandise from the parks and resorts that they're trying to get rid of quickly. So if you're over there, if you've got a car and you're driving around, this is a great way to spend a day and save some money. All right. Thank you, John. Uh, for me, um, we're something that Corey's been working on that uh, we're, we're going to let our podcast listeners kind of check out. Uh, it's a um, it's a new dynamic page that Corey put together that'll allow you to search and see what people are getting quoted for various Disney packages at various times of the year. So let's say you're thinking about traveling in September or October and you want to see kind of what's what's out there right now. What's it really going to cost? Um, you can go in. You can enter your dates. You can enter what kind of package, number of kids, number of adults. And it'll show you a wide range from the value, moderate, and deluxe resorts. It's gonna be, uh, I'm going to put a link on the show notes page to this. And this is just for our podcast folks right now. Please don't post this on the boards. Um, we're just we're testing it out. And want to get your feedback on it and see what you think. I think it's a neat little tool. And uh, kind of give you a heads up on, on, on what you'll be looking at. And it'll also help you look at different times of the year. See what kind of quotes Dreams Unlimited is uh, getting for its clients. And uh, give you an idea of maybe what you, you know, what you want to book. So and these are recent quotes, so we don't show anything that's been quoted like a month ago or more. Yeah, than, these are these are very more recent. than fifteen days ago. So it's been quoted within fifteen days. So it's very recent. So you've got uh, you get some stuff to take a look at there, but it's one of Corey's little master creations. Testing it out, testing it out, seeing what it is. So yeah, it's a guide, basically, right? Yeah, it's basically give you an idea. Yeah. Of course, there'll be a you know quote this for me link there, so you can go ahead and put a quote in with Dreams Unlimited Travel, which we certainly encourage. But uh, that's it for me. And uh, Kevin, I have one. American Idol's over. The American Idol tour is coming to Florida. We're not actually getting in Orlando this year. The closest is going to be Tampa. But I have some dates if you're going to be in Florida and are interested. July 6th, the show is going to be in Sunrise, Florida, which is down in South Florida, at the Bank Atlantic Center. July 7th, it's going to be in Tampa at the St. Pete Times Forum. And July 8th, it's going to be in Jacksonville, Florida, at the Jacksonville Veterans Memorial Arena. So if you're interested, you can get it through Ticketmaster and stuff like that. Uh, I think I can find better ways to spend my evening than having an arena <laughs> full of 13-year-old girls. <laughs> crying over Sanjaya. Crying over Sanjaya. Oh, wow. 
that just. But what about the thirteen-year-old girls who want to go? Well, thirteen. That's great. There you go. You know, good for you. All of our thirteen-year-old girl podcast listeners out there. There's two. <laughs> All right, thank you, Kevin. Corey, what do you have? I have a few updates. The um, We were at Downtown Disney this past Friday, and you know the family, the Lego family in front of uh, Lego Imagination mm-hmm. that everybody them. takes pictures with? I love them. Well, they're gone with you know the mom, dad, the son, the daughter, and the dog. I got them at my house now. <laughs> do you? Yeah. <laughs> well, they, um, they were knocked out of the ground. Apparently, um, there were reports that drunk PIers were coming after, after a night of drinking. And, people from New York? And drop-kicking the statues so the statues have been removed they're they're repairing them but when they come back they're coming back with a fence around them i understand they were they're taken out by lincoln log people <laughs> this rivalry the lincoln log terrorists <laughs> so oh my god so if you that's a, there's a lot of violence going I'll tell on you, huh? yeah it's a violent week so you can't no, even you can't even keep a family of legos safe. no no more posing with <laughs> is, the, it, uh, is that bad the lego I mean, family <laughs> I mean, what's security doing? They can't keep Lego people happy? And I also have another one. Uh, Fuego by Sosa Cigars is now open at Pleasure Island. It's located to the right, right when you go in, um, right behind Raglan Road. Now it's a, it's a small place. It's small. It's intimate. What is it? It's, it's a gay bar, apparently. They, they, sell, they sell cigars, and it's a upscale, like, wine. They sell wine, beer, spirits. It's really tiny. It's, it's tiny in there. and if uh, Haunted mansion spirits. Capacity of 20 people. Did you say that? Yeah. Oh. It's, wow. real, it's real small, and it's pretty expensive. They, they just opened on Friday. We were eating dinner at Raglan Road, and I went in there just to kind of ask them a price on you know, what, what they would charge for like a martini, and it's about $8. So it's going to be up there. Cigar bars are very popular now, now that people can't smoke in regular bars if there's food being served and all that. Yeah. We that plan helps. on trying it out. I don't smoke cigars, but I'll go. Have a drink or two. So they're doing like a soft opening, and you're going to fill the place up to capacity Absolutely. and beyond. Well, they actually they didn't break. have a lot of stuff there. I mean, they had just opened. I said, when y'all open? She said, about an hour ago. I said, no, not today. <laughs> I said, when y'all open? She said, no, about an hour ago. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but, so that's, that's about it. Should I talk about our Raglan Road experience just quickly? Sure. Maybe not. I'm just mad because that manager was so rude. Uh-oh. No, you had a bad experience at Wrangler Road. Yeah, Tell with us. our whole family, all eight of us. Well, actually, there were ten of us because Anna and Kevin came to eat with us, and we all sat down outside to eat. Since we were a large party, they couldn't really accommodate us inside. It was pretty busy. But um, we sat down. You know, our server was, was okay. But, you know, we got our drinks. We ordered our food. And um, once the food came out, my mom and I, we chose to share the fish and chips, and so did Anna and Kevin. Well, they, we started eating the fish, and my mom said, Oh, it smells funny. You know, it doesn't taste right to me. And Kevin thought the same thing. So we told our server, he brought a manager out, and um, he asked, you know, what was wrong. And my mom said, it just doesn't smell good. It smells rotten. And he said, well, ma'am, we have our fish brought in daily. Um, It's fresh. You know, kind of insinuating that we were, you know, wrong about this, that we were just being, you know, silly about it maybe. I really felt that way. And he asked, you know, can we get you anything else? And we really didn't want anything else. We didn't see anything we wanted on the menu. And um, Kevin had said, well, I'll take some more fries, you know. Never brought any French fries. Never even asked them, really, if they wanted anything else. And left the table and never came back. 
and never replaced the fish? Yeah, this no. was a fish and chips. Um, my meal was awesome. I've had great meals there, but there must have been something up with the fish and chips. There had to day. have been. But this manager, I just didn't feel like he was being very nice. He felt like we were being rude to him. That's terrible customer service. Yeah, Someone complains about your food. The first thing you do is bring them new food. Yeah, you don't, right. you don't make an excuse. You remove up. the offending food. But by the way, the Kevin she's talking about is not me. Yeah, no, this <laughs> is my sister-in-law's Kevin. Yeah, my sister, Anna, and her boyfriend, Kevin. But, you know, it just really made me mad because we've always had a really good experience there. Mm. You know, I had said that was one of my favorites, so I wanted to kind of take that back a little bit. My food was good, but I guess everything tastes better with Guinness. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take your word for it. That's what happens in Germany. They give them beer. All right. Well, thanks, folks. That's going to wrap it up for our roundtable rapid fire this week. And we're going to move on. And Kevin Close is going to tell us a little bit about one of his favorite off-property dining establishments, the Orlando Ale House. Kevin, what do you have? Someone mentioned on the new Diz Unplugged threads, <clears throat> excuse me, that they were looking for places to eat off property. If you're looking in, or staying in the uh, Disney area, there's a place just outside of Disney property. If you come out Hotel Plaza Boulevard and take a lift, it's about a block and a half down at the intersection of Palm Parkway and Apopka Vineland Road and State Road and State Road 5. It's called the Orlando Ale House. I think the name might put people off and they consider it a bar. And while there is a bar in there, this is a great place to go with a family if you're looking for an inexpensive meal. The other great thing about it is the menu is so wide and so varied, it's going to please almost everybody. There's something there for everybody. We're talking about basic, from basic bar food appetizer kind of stuff to full dinners. John and I eat there quite regularly, and two people can go in with a couple of drinks and be under $30. A family of four with just soft drinks could be under 30 bucks. Yeah. Corey and Julie are both nodding their heads. They're We're big fans. We go there a lot, too. The nachos are great over there. Oh, I love the chicken You need nachos. about five people. I was just going to say, don't tell people, single people, to go out and order the nachos. One right. order of nachos is literally enough for a table of five. Right. The restaurant is broken up into three sections. There's a section where there are tables, like a dining room. The middle section is a bar, and they have tables there that are our favorites. We call them the bar tables. They're taller than regular tables. High tops. High tops. That's the word for it. And then the far section is pool tables and video games and things like that. Now, this place on weekends and later at night does turn into more of a bar atmosphere. During the day and in the early evening, if you're looking for dinner out, this is a great place to go. They have a, one of my favorite things that they have is a chicken wing. They take a chicken breast and they treat it like a chicken wing. They bread it, deep fry it, put some um, wing sauce on it and some blue cheese and serve it on a bun. It's called the Big Red, huh? It's called the Big Red. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorites. The other thing they have is, I think it's 30 shrimp for $10 and you can get the shrimp any way you want. So we we always get them buffaloed and... It's a great deal for 10 bucks, And they serve, they have a full wine, beer, alcohol they selection. They have a great house salad. It seriously is one of the better tosser house salads that I've had, you know. They also sell drinks by the bucket. I mean, they yeah, have five dollars for, I'm going to sound like a lush. Everything I'm talking about is alcohol. But uh, yeah, five bucks. Alcoholic. <laughs> five dollars for a bucket of five, so. Yeah, I mean, we've told some of the people who um, work for Dreams Unlimited Travel about this when they come and visit, and they've turned this into one of those places that they always have to go. Again, this is not a fancy restaurant. It's it's not a place where you're going to want to go for your um, big dinner out. But if you're looking for a cool place, I mean cool as in temperature-wise, uh, where you can get some cheap eats in the Disney area, 
this is uh, pretty tried and true. Yeah, good, and good if lunch. you're a big sports fan, they have TVs everywhere showing every sporting event ever. Yeah, every, there's at, there's 25 or 30 TVs in the place going at one time. So whatever direction you're sitting in, make sure you're sitting at looking at something you want to watch. Otherwise, you'll be watching rugby for something. Okay, now, embarrassingly enough, I have never been really? to an Orlando Whale House. Hmm. I, I know, I know. Now, are is it consistent? Are all of them around really good? Or is it hit or miss depending on which one you're going it to? It is a chain restaurant. You'll find different Orlando Ale Houses. Yeah, they're all Orlando. over Orlando. Actually, there's even a, D- a Daytona Ale House, and I imagine they're further around in Florida, so they just changed the first word. Um, the one that we go to the most often is the one in the Disney area, but there's one by Universal. Corey and I have eaten at the one by Universal. We've eaten at the one out here by the airport, the one at Lake Buena Vista, there's the one, one on Florida. West Colonial. I there's mean, like one <laughs> the, food, the food's very consistent. Yeah. Yeah. I, I find the only thing that's inconsistent is the service, service. but the only the Lake Point of Vista one, the service is always great because mm-hmm. they're always busy, so they they know how to handle the crowd and the. the, the table. I also find the food, just me, the food is fresher at the one in Orlando because of the the turnover. Yeah, yeah. cast yeah. members go there a lot. The mm-hmm. Disney cast members, I believe, members. they're offered a discount. Yeah, they are. Yeah. This is the kind of place that if you're just looking for. I mean, it's not a destination. I'm not suggesting anyone, you know, make reservations or anything. But if you're looking in the area for a place to go have a cheap meal, that's pretty pretty good. And the other thing is, the best part about it is the variety. Yeah, exactly. It goes from soup to steak dinners. So, I mean, there's everything in between. You can get... Ribs. Appetizers. Yeah. Yeah. Don't go to Bennigan's or anything. Go to Ale House. I think this is much better than Bennigan's. I think it's better than Bennigan's Fridays. Yeah. Yeah. More food. Right. Friday's portions are so small. Right. Same type of atmosphere. Kind of a loud, fun atmosphere. It's a great place to take kids. Checking out. Mm -hmm. Never eaten there. I love the nachos. I really do. Oh, yeah. They also have pool tables and video games, if you didn't say that. Yeah. And they have the the, the, the machine with the big claw where you can you know, <laughs> spend $40 on something that costs two. The claw um, is my master. <laughs> but, again, don't be surprised if you go in there. Don't, don't be um, put off by the name. It's not just a bar. Cool. Well, thank you very much for that, Kevin. I will definitely check out the Orlando Whale House. And we're going to move on, and we're going to talk a little bit about Disney's Disney Cruise Line's Mediterranean cruises, as I mentioned at the top of the show, uh, the first of the actual Mediterranean cruises is going on right now, and uh, we have on board the ship uh, Dreams agent Tracy Whipple, who has been spending the last few months coming up with some ideas for some parties and some gift bags and some fun stuff to do for Dizzers and Dreams clients on the ship. And uh, actually, this is something that we've been uh, thinking about doing for a while. And uh, we're going to see how this one goes. And we may be offering these on some future cruises as well. But um, So uh, Tracy had called in and talked to us uh, a little while before we started recording the show today. So, so we're going to cut to uh, our, our phone call with Tracy, our discussion with Tracy, and let you hear what she has to say about her experience on board the magic. Well, we're on the phone with Tracy Whipple, Dreams Unlimited Travel Agent, who is on the Disney Magic right now in the Mediterranean. Tracy, how's the trip going so far? Oh, it's been great. The weather's been a little bit on the cool side, a little windy, but everybody's having a great time. What ports, just so just to let everybody know, what ports are you going to be visiting while you're on the cruise? We left from Barcelona, and today we were in Palermo um, in Sicily. Tomorrow we'll be in Naples, oh. and then from there we go to Olvia, 
Sardinia, and off to Sivetia, uh, and head over to Rome. And then we have another day at sea, and from there we'll go to Vespicia, where some people will go to Florence and Pisa, and then Marseille, <sighs> and finally at Villa France. Oh, and then we'll have another day at sea, and, and then we'll be back in Barcelona. Wow. Hey, Tracy, it's John. Hi, John. Um, first of all, I wish you were going to some really cool ports. It's a shame you're going to those, uh, <laughs> those not-so-great ports. <laughs> um, let me ask you a question. What has Disney done uh, special for this cruise so far? Have they done anything special for the folks getting on board? Have they left you anything great in the room? Actually, they, they've done a number of things. Um, the onboard, when we first walked onto the ship, was completely different than they've done before. Um, we came in on deck one. We had an express elevator up to deck nine. And all on the starboard side of port of, of deck nine, they had um, banners and people dressed in the local attire and welcoming us aboard. Uh, they videotaped everybody coming in and welcomed us like they did in the atrium, but they put our faces up on the Dumbotron. And once we got oh, to the Dumbotron, cool. we had uh, sangria and um, some non-alcoholic drink. I, of course, had the sangria. <laughs> and uh, turned, <laughs> turned around and saw Joey Fatone and Kim Johnson dancing up on the stage. Oh, wow. Did you meet Joey? Um, I haven't, and we've been told to leave him alone. He's on vacation. <laughs> oh, did they really tell you that? They did tell us that. <laughs> Hi, Tracy. It's Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Have you seen many dizzers on the ship? We've seen a ton. Um, it, one of the best things about this trip, um, Ken, or K Pros, uh, Ken is his real name, uh, K Pros and S Pros are their dizzers' names. He made uh, lanyards and name tags for everybody. So we're walking down the hall, and we see red lanyards all over the place, and, um, and that's all thanks to Ken and his hard work. Wow. Now, how many uh, how many dizzers are on the ship, do you know? Uh, it's at least 225. Wow. Oh, my God. I didn't realize it was that many. Yeah. We, uh, we actually uh, distributed gift bags the other day, and we did it just to each individual dizzer name. And we distributed 69 gifts. Wow. Now, what, uh, what, what, what did you give out? Uh, we're giving everybody journals uh, that say, I love Diz, of course, uh, some pens and luggage tags. We did some custom-made M&Ms and um, some pins. We had some custom-made pins made and a flashing cruise ship pin. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Tracy, I read your post on the boards. Tell everybody about um, what they did at the sail-away party. Um, I, I'm not sure. They asked first what, how many what, people what, were repeat cruisers. Oh, oh at the uh, Welcome Aboard show. Uh, I was thinking of the sail-away party, which really isn't any different, not much different than it's ever been. Um, so we're all disappointed at that. But the Welcome Aboard show, this this was uh, amazing to all of us. Uh, they asked how many people were first-time cruisers and got some applause from the audience, asked how many people had, were Castaway Club members, and got a lot more applause from the audience. We've got about 1,000 people on the, um, on the ship that are repeat cruisers. And then they finally said, and where are my disboarders out there? 
Oh, wow. And got really? a big roar from the audience. Yes, they did that on both the early and the late show. Wow. That's really cool. <laughs> if you think Disney Cruise Line's not taking notice of Diz Borders, there's your proof right there. Exactly. Exactly. Now, you've got Absolutely. Some, now Tracy, you've got some special events planned uh, this week for uh, Dizzers and for Dreams clients. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you're going to be doing on the ship? Well, we're still working out the details on the Dizzers party. Uh, but basically, we've got a top fighter's deck, and we're going to have about 100 Dizzers out there um, for a pajama party um, on the full moon night. Um, well, it's called Sweet Dreams and Sweet Treats. We've got a lot of giveaways to give away there. Um, and some stuff from the spa. The spa has donated some stuff, and, and we'll be looking at getting a few other things from the spa as well. Um, and just have some treats and, and mingle with everyone and get to know each other a little bit better. And then on the last day at sea, we have secured the private room at Palo, and I'll be taking everybody to brunch. Oh, wow. All the dreams clients. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. I, I, I envy you that. I would love a Palo brunch right now. <laughs> I would love Palo brunch right now. Uh, I, I actually have reservations at Palo in about 40 minutes for dinner. Oh, we'll try not to keep you too much longer, but we, we're, we're, living, <laughs> we're living vicariously through you right now. You're in the Mediterranean. We're not. Hi, Tracy. It's Bob. Hi, Bob. Tracy, I, Tracy, I, did, what was your experience of going from the airport to the ship? It really wasn't that bad, and, and actually coming in the airport in, the, in general was really easy, um, especially because we flew through a different European Union country. We went through customs elsewhere, so we were flying a domestic flight into Barcelona. Um, just walked through, grabbed our luggage just like we do in the States, and, and walked out. Um, the hardest part for us is we had a lot of luggage and a lot of people and just waiting for a, a taxi large enough, but um, it, it was pretty easy. There's a, a huge line of taxis there waiting to take you off to wherever you need to go. Okay, and a follow-up question. On your trip, are there any suggestions that now that you've flown over there that you'd like to give people? The only thing I can say is, is relax a little bit. I was very uptight about traveling to Europe. I've never been here before. And everything has been really smooth and, and well run. Um, even in, in Palermo today, I know we were really concerned about our safety. And you need to be aware of your surroundings, but there wasn't any reason to be overly, caught or overly scared about everything going on. Well, what's, uh, Tracy, what's the highlight of the trip been for you so far? Um, it's still early. Um, <laughs> Probably the, the coolest thing that we have had happen is um, our first day in, in Barcelona, we had a disc meet at the Magic Fountain, and we had people coming from the repo cruise because they were in port a day early, and people coming from our cruise. Wow. So this is one of only two times that we could ever do this in, as far as we know, um, the only time that Disney's going to have a ship in for two days. So it, it was really cool seeing some people from the repo. And how many people showed up for that? Um, we were trying to guess how many there were, and we were guessing around 30 to 40, but I think it was more like about 40 to 50 people. Wow. That's cool. 
Mm-hmm. What, are, what are you looking forward to the most um, that's coming up already? I'm looking forward to Marseille. Um, we are doing an excursion to Chateau Neuf de Pop in Avignon, and that is my favorite wine, so I can't wait to go and see how they make it and, and the history of that area. Oh, I see how this is shaping up the sangria, the wine. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting the picture. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow we're going to have limoncello in Sorrento. So yeah, you you you, you got me right. <laughs> Literally drinking around the world. Is that it? <laughs> that's right. That's right. At least the med. Tracy, how's the magic looking? Have they- um, one thing that we've noticed uh, the look of the ship hasn't changed a whole lot, but. The theming on the ship has seemed to have more of a European flair. Um, all the music that's being played, we're not hearing any Disney music at all in the hallways. It's all uh, European music. How's the food been? Have the dinners changed? The dinners have changed somewhat. The menus still look the same as far as, I mean, we had the welcome aboard menu and we had uh, Golden Mickey's last night, but they are adding different uh, local dishes to the menu. Tracy, can I just tell you how envious I am? <laughs> <laughs> Tracy, is that's the, okay, Kevin. <laughs> is the, Tracy, is the ship full? Um, I think we're pretty full. Uh, there, I haven't heard of anybody getting an upgrade at the port, and I, I know that they did give some special offers to some family members of cast members, so they're pretty full. We've also got a lot of Disney executives here. Oh, really? Uh, anybody notable? Uh, Tom McAlpin is on board. We actually gave him some some uh, glow necklaces the other night. His his wife was partying with us for a while. Oh, that's cool. Hi, Tracy. It's Corey. Hi, Corey. I just I was just wondering, um, what's the one thing that surprised you so far about this whole uh, this cruise? Probably how smooth everything has been going. Um, We've run into a lot of people who are obviously doing these things for the first time, meaning cast members. And and we've got once we got on the ship, everything was uh, just the way it always is. But um, in the terminal and and everywhere else that we've been, everything has just been going so smoothly. And and they they had a little few little glitches, but I, I'm surprised that it was as as straightened out as it was. Well, please make sure you have a drink for me. And me. I will. <laughs> Definitely. Now, uh, Tracy, when do you get home? Um, I'm actually coming home on the 8th. Uh, we're staying a couple days in Barcelona afterwards. Uh, we got an apartment there. We're going to go check out Montserrat and uh, Montjuic and a few other things around the area. Well, I, uh, I think I speak for everyone here when I say we are, we are incredibly envious and uh, sounds like you're having a great time. I think you're going to have a, a wonderful cruise, and we'll definitely we'll give you a call when you get back into the states and uh, hear some more about the rest of your experiences. Sounds great. Well, go enjoy your uh, dinner at Palo. I will. I'll, uh, I'll have a souffle for all of you. <laughs> bye, Tracy. Bye, bye, Tracy. <laughs> bye, bye. Well, I am totally envious of Tracy right now. You really. I'm not having polite thoughts. I, I'm still, but I'm still thinking about those people that spent all that money on those cruises, and now they're giving them away. 
for basically, what is it, $1,200, $1,300 a person. And I was checking the airfare, too. The airfare, like in July and August, at least from Orlando. Going to Barcelona, I mean, you can pick up round trip for about 1200 bucks. 1200 per 1200 per person round trip. <laughs> well, when you stop and think that for $5,000, two people can do, with airfare, can do a 10-day Mediterranean cruise on board the Magic for five grand. That's huh. a really, really, really good deal. And if you're closer to one of the hubs, now I know Orlando's a big destination, but it's not one of the hubs to Europe. If you're in Atlanta or Washington, D.C. or New York, airfare drops drastically. Oh, yeah. You know, I was looking and I found airfare to Barcelona over the summer for six and $700. Wow. But as soon as you add Orlando to it, so another tip is if you are looking for airfare, do it separately because it was cheaper for John and I to fly from here to New York as a separate entity than it was for us to fly to from here to New York and then to Barcelona. So if you're willing to do that little bit of extra legwork, you can knock that price down a little bit. You know, I'm, I, haven't ruled out, I haven't ruled out the possibility of heading over there in late July or in August for one of those. I don't we know. We might have to pull out one of our credit cards from hiding. Anniversary. <laughs> oh, that's right. There are anniversaries in July. Ooh. Middle of July. Wow. Let's do a podcast from over there. Uh, I won't be podcasting. I'm going to be anniversarying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, she had a lucky card. That's huh? two of us. She smacked Bob down, didn't she? I've never heard that used as a, a, a verb. Uh, well, I didn't want to be, like, doing it. <laughs> hey, Corey's blushing. Look at his face. Oh, oh he is blushing. Oh, my God. Oh, For 10 days. <laughs> Corey's like, please Bring edit this t- out. <laughs> Bring the towel. Oh, leave it in. It's no Room secret. service. They are young. I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I just, it, I think, I think the uh, Palo brunch is going to be real cool for those guys, and uh, their pajama party. I thought that was a cute idea. Ah, uh, you know what? I pictured myself in my cherry pajamas. <laughs> I was like, man, I want to go. <laughs> you know where that? You know where that came about? The idea of the pajama party on the last um, cruises that they did through the Panama Canal. They were selling t- uh, pins that were so popular that people were camping out overnight in the hallway for these pins and these uh, merchandise to be released the next day. And one night, they just decided they were going to show up in their pajamas. And everybody showed up in their pajamas, and they had a pajama party. And that's where this evolved for hmm. on this ship. Wow. And they were sleeping on that hard marble floor. There's hmm. nothing I want that bad. That's right. Exactly. Sounds like Corey's got a slumber party being planned for him by Julie. Doesn't sound like there's any slumbering going on. (laughs) Pajama party for Corey. They're (laughs) anniversarying. I like that. Uh, So uh, I think that's great. I think it sounds like Tracy's having a great time. I think all the dizzers. I can't believe we have so many people on that ship. I can't believe we're not there. Yeah, really. Why aren't we? We're never. We're never on the ship for those for for those events ever. You know. Mm -mm. So. One of these days. The one of these days. Podcast. Are, yeah, really. Poor us. <laughs> Poor us. We live in Orlando. We're only 15 minutes away from Disney World. Oh. I'm not in Avignon having Chateau Neuf de Pop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on then and uh, do our forum watch for this week. And uh, John is raising his hand. I actually have one that's related to uh, Tracy's call in. Uh, on the uh, Disney Cruise Line Trip Reports forum, there's actually a live from the May 26, 2007, first DCL cruise in the Med. Uh, folks who are on the cruise right now are posting their experiences from that cruise, including Tracy, and there's some really cool stuff going on. Um, 
a lot of stuff Tracy talked about has already been posted. Joey Fatoni is on there, and that's his name Joey Fatone jump on him he's Italian here it comes Joey Fatoni it is Fatoni it's he just, he, everybody else says screws up instead they... of me this time <laughs> okay calm down Joey really <laughs> ratchet down one notch sorry <laughs> podcast's not over hit him hit him <laughs> yeah really we still have emails to do Bob <laughs> oh that's right I'm so, sorry she, they, they mention a lot of cool stuff, and they also um, point to some other people's blogs that are out there who are on the cruise or doing their own blogs. So if you get a chance to check it out, some really neat stuff. Cool. Oh, you're cool. looking at me. <laughs> All right. For Tony. We're going to go that way. Oh, counterclockwise. I got it. Uh, mine is about Crocs. There are 400 threads on the disboards about Crocs, and I thought we should have one on the disboard threads. I am a complete and utter convert to this. They are the most comfortable shoes. There's $29. Go out and try one. They're closed cell foam. They don't make your feet stink. They are like walking on big old squishy marshmallows. They float. They're great if you're going to go on wet rides at Disney. I think everybody should try them. Are they they good for like back support? No. No, you wear them on your feet. (laughs) (laughs) I've been hearing reports that they're not good for kids to wear. They actually... But I, mean, they, I, have a, I have a really bad back. I there's mean, no support in them whatsoever. None. Okay. And for long, if you're, if that's a problem for long yeah. distances, but there are people who have things like I don't even know how to say it, but it's like a heel spur or planter. Or uh, no, uh, yeah, I know plant, what you're talking. I, it yeah. starts with an F, and I apologize if you have it. I'm not making jokes of it. I just that's don't know right. how to pronounce it. But it's really good for that also. Mm. It's um, I I happen to be diabetic, and it's a great thing. It leaves your feet open. Mm-hmm. And they're soft and comfortable. There's no rubbing. And one of the things, I've never had a problem getting blisters at Walt Disney World, no matter how far I've walked. But people who are prone to blisters tell me that these, it just alleviates that. Wow. So, um, nurses swear by these as well. Yeah. Nurses Anybody who spends a lot of time on their feet. So, there must be something about them that. Yeah, Diana loves them. I'm no, wearing a pair right now. Yeah, I think I I'm the say. only person who doesn't like them. I think they're ugly. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, agree with guys. you. They're but ugly. <laughs> you're not the only person. There's a lot of people who don't. Find them attractive. And you know something? That, that's not what makes the world go round. I like the little flip-flops they made, though. You know what, Those honey? are cute. You can wear whatever you want <laughs> on your feet. I wear big old shoes, and these are comfortable. Mm. So and I agree. Yeah. I agree. They look like Ronald McDonald shoes. They oh, yeah. Care. Well, everybody likes something different, the so whatever color, floats your boat. Yeah. Right. The closest <laughs> color I have is like a tan or a brown color, and it... Oh, well, I'm not wearing the lime green ones or the orange ones. Yeah. When you get to be this big, they come in brown, black, red, or white. So, I mean... Yeah. But, hey... You know, I thought at first it was just going to be a trend. They were just going to be something that was going to go away. Yeah. I don't see these going away. They're really, really comfortable. And they also have Disney Crocs with little holes yeah. or little Mickey heads. Yeah, right. You can buy little charms to stick in the holes. I mean, again, I don't have that, but you can. And I mean, they, You know you do. You have a frog or something. A, I, actually, a bell. <laughs> I actually don't. Actually, I, I think they're coming out with a Spider-Man uh, Croc, too. Kevin has crab cakes. I have a crab cake thing for my Crocs. Um, there's sports teams now. There's um, or Disney characters. There's all kinds of stuff. But the basic ones. Oh, the other thing is that I can tell people is buy the real ones. As I said, they're $29. Yeah. From what I understand, the knockoffs are not made of the same material and are not as comfortable. I haven't worn the knockoffs. But again, and you can get them right at their website. 
the other thing I should tell people is that they tell you to order them larger than you would normally wear shoes. When you stand on them, your toes are not supposed to touch in front, your heel's not supposed to touch in the back, and there's nothing supposed to be touching the top of your foot. How do you keep them on your feet? They just stay on them. Trust there's me. N- nails that come up from the bottom. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that helps. <laughs> there's a, a strap that you can wear around or you can fold forward. These are all over the Diz boards. Every page has something about it. I wonder if they have one for my boot. A boot crack? A boot okay. crack. I'm not often rendered speechless, but that just stopped me cold. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> well, I'm always looking for shoes. Where do you go with that? <laughs> you know? <laughs> now, for those who are listening, that Bob Bob had injured uh, his ankle some years ago and now wears a... Uh, brace. A brace. Uh, a boot. Boot. On his... On his we call which, it the boot. Which, what is it? The right, right <laughs> foot? The left foot. Left foot. So, you know, I, I've come up – I have all sorts of name, names for them. SpongeBob Square Boot. SpongeBob Square Boot. There's Betty Boot. Shabooty. Um, Shabooty. Because he has a shoe and a boot, so he's Shabooty. <laughs> Try um, going into a store and asking for just one shoe. Can I have it half price? <laughs> it's like, no, they don't – Can they I have look two left? No, you buy both. <laughs> you need a friend. You and Heather Mills should hook up. <laughs> the problem is I think they wear the same shoe. <laughs> well, if I could find someone out there that needs has a, a boot on their right foot, then we can buy it. You could do with the stars. We, we could. Shaboot. Bootmatch.com. <laughs> you need a friend who needs a boot? Come to Bootmatch.com. But all I'm asking is uh, make a crock for a boot. Mm, man. I think we have to be like a size 30. And so? You can already, you know, you, you, you know when Bob is coming because you hear the clump, 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 clump. <laughs> this is why the scooter. Yeah, this the is scooter. why we have the EVC. EVC vehicles. <laughs> you realize that it is, in fact, ECV. It's electronic <laughs> convenience vehicle. EVC? I've always no. said EVC. ECV. Uh-uh. <laughs> You're uh, thinking of a VCR. Damn. <laughs> right. You know, I, I've, been letting you, I've been letting you say EVC now for about three months. <laughs> And it finally got to you. Okay. Oh, no. Well, I just wanted to see I how long you would EVCs. just continue. EVCs. Yes. I have two of them. ECV. <laughs> oh, the Bob group is going to be mad about this one. Yeah. Picking hey, Bob. They want me to go down. Uh, I love that you have a smiley on a scooter. Yeah. I like that the one we had a long time ago, I but like it fits. The, did you see the one with the... Uh, the motorcycle. Oh, that was funny. Holly on the yeah. front and then the scooter on the back. Yeah, that, that was that funny. Was, that's about what I have. Uh, okay, there's a story here. Bob and I took a tour and he brought me a scooter <laughs> so that we wouldn't. We thought we were going to have to walk for the entire day. He brought me a scooter. Well, the, the, the handlebars don't lock. But what he didn't tell me was that when you stop it, it's not like it doesn't slow down. It just it goes and stops. <laughs> so with the handlebars not locked, when you stopped, you went flying forward. That and the thing funny. goes like 30 miles an hour. So I was like tooling around the park. And when you take your finger off it, it just stops dead. And I would fly forward. You go, oh, you got to be careful about that. And I think, <laughs> I got to remember this. I mean, And then I would do it again. I mean, that thing goes as fast as those. What are those things that uh, they have in Epcot? Um, um, segways. Segways. I race those when I'm over there. They try to chase me to tell me to slow down a little bit. Bob tries to run the segways over. But his handlebars don't lock, so don't get in front of him, because when he stops, he's coming forward. Well, if you ease up on the thing instead of just releasing it. I didn't have any instructions. I was just told, here, use this. Well, I tried to tell you that several times, but... (laughs) 
But it like, was funny when it came to a stop and it left <laughs> rubber and like tire treads and everything else. <laughs> I didn't need the scooter till after I rode the scooter. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing left in the scooter were Kevin's Crocs. Yeah. Yeah, and then we took it on the tour and we realized that we ended up putting them underneath because there was no place there to... Was, it wasn't a walking tour. You rode a bus everywhere, yeah. so our, our scooters went in the bus. Well, thank you, Kevin, for uh, your forum watch. Boy, we, <laughs> that what that was? Boy, we went, Lucky. we went off on a tangent there. Lucky that wasn't rapid fire. That's okay. We needed to fill some time anyway. Corey, what do you have? Uh, mine, you know, no room for discussion on this one. I was going to do this one last week until I found the tattoo guy. There's a there's a thread that's been it's been going on since November of 2005 on a transportation board. It's the history of all the ding fares through um, through Orlando. It's it's, it's current as of. He's right. There's no discussion. I don't know what the heck as he's a, talking as about. <laughs> you, know, you know, Southwest, Southwest, oh. Southwest ding. Airlines, ding. You're free to move about the country. So there's a whole post that every, every time. <laughs> <laughs> Take the remote away from Julie. <laughs> Stop watching television. And I don't watch that many commercials. Yeah, yeah it right. seemed to got that one down, Pat. <laughs> and the last time we did this, you guys screaming about Yahoo, too. So was, Yahoo! <laughs> But that's basically it. You know, if you want to fly Southwest, there's a thread that's listing all the ding fares. If you can't download it to your computer um, and watch it there. But so. Anyway. Well, yes, the uh, Southwest.com offers uh, a, a soft piece of software you can download to your computer. Right. Yeah. That will alert you to, you know, you tell it what, what you're looking for and it will alert you to any kind of fares coming from your city. Yeah, we had done a segment on that a while back. Yeah. And it's, it's a cool thing. The pricing is cheaper than the price for looking at online when you go in there you can get it they have you know it. i mean you could download it and just wait for it to ding you but like if you're at work i know a mom has restrictions on her computer at work yeah. where she can't download things or open attachments so it's good for something like that but like we got a 59 dollar rate for providence to orlando on the ding rate and it was like 89 or 99 See, yeah. I, I just I, – I, Southwest is okay. I don't mind them. I will fly them. But JetBlue is my first choice. Yeah. If I have a choice, really and truly, it's JetBlue. I yeah, love see, I, JetBlue. We I, like, love I like Southwest. Yeah. Really? Southwest. yeah, I've never had a problem with them. We haven't – well, not bad problems at all. I, was I able like to the open seating. Yeah. yeah. If, if, you're, if you're boarding pass A, but – yeah, you, see, know, I, you can sit wherever you want. I just like the entertainment on JetBlue. I'm well, that's the thing. They, they have the, the screens on the headrests on the seat in front of you, and they don't have that in Southwest, and I wish they would do that. No, but yeah. people can listen to us on their iPods. I mean, so oh, that's there true. you go. Okay, so Southwest <laughs> listeners, just take your iPod with you. So, all right, Corey, thanks very much. Mrs. Martin? Miss Ding? Okay, this is from the Diz Meets um, forum. It's a ladies-only trip for 2007. It's a reference thread. This sucker is 48 pages long, so I don't want to like go through and read all of these posts. But basically, it's a trip uh, planned for the beginning of November, and it's all women from all over the boards. Uh, they're going to really? be meeting and eating and um, drinking and uh, going to the parks. There are several ADRs that are already made and lists uh, for you to join whoever's having dinner that day to sign up. It's really neat. It's very cool. Hey, it's single very man. Cool. Single man might want to reference that thread. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> I love, well, I love I mean, when they do stuff like you know, that. On I think it was started by Mama U4, so these might not be single ladies necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> I think but that's cool. I just cool, thought that though. was cool. That's a different type of Disney. That's, pre- that's really cool. Mm-hmm. cool. Am I right, ladies? 
<laughs> That's an Ellen quote. <laughs> and Bob, what do you have? I have a, a one that I bumped into um, on the on his EVC. No, it, it was on the the, the tips board, and uh, uh, it's the the main board that we have there for tips. Di- tips. Gotcha. <laughs> so it's it's about uh, post a picture a day. Uh, the Disney the, picture of the day. Yeah, and uh, this this is huge as far as how many views of people have seen. It's over a million views. The picture threads are very mm-hmm. popular, and I I was amazed at it. And it's like hundred hundred and thirty pages long or something like that, and it was just phenomenal. You go back and you look at the different pictures and everything. I thought it was really cool, and people. Those picture threads it. are a good way to kill an hour or two if you just want to, you know, kind there's of get a Disney fix. There's another one where there people are posting old pictures of Disney. Mm. And I've had a good time looking oh, at that, just fun. going back and looking at what people were wearing in the background. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I there's one that has platform shoes. <laughs> oh, no. Knee-high socks. But the, those photo things are, are really cool. And I brought Corey. I, I finally put together the Rose Garden for this year's Flower and Garden. And I'm going to give it to Corey to post up there of my favorite pictures of this year's Rose Garden. And I also have some other pictures. From the from, Flower and Garden. From the Flower and Garden. I, I spent two or three hours over there taking pictures. No, from the there, White House. From the White House and all the, <laughs> all the other stuff. But no, I'll it was have Bob those. who crapped on President Bush. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me. Honest to God. That was There's a, your scatological yeah. reference for the week. There's, <laughs> there's your poop reference for this poop. episode. Yeah. We haven't had a poop reference in a while. Yeah, I've been trying to fit that in. So Corey's going to post those up. All right. For me, I'm not actually um, discussing a particular thread. It's a forum. And I have to say that I consider this forum to be the best example that I can think of of what good community on the Internet can do. And this is our wish forum, our We're Inspired to Stay Healthy. Um, it's a place where people who are looking to lose weight for their trip to Disney can go and get support, ideas, uh, you know, que- a- you know, ask questions, and and it's just it's this incredibly supportive supportive community. And I've been kind of lurking on that board now for a little <laughs> while because I'm in desperate need of losing mm, roughly about sixty seventy pounds. So, you know, just kind of looking at what people are talking about and seeing what other people are doing, how they're getting themselves inspired to to do this is just it's really cool. I've always loved this forum because like I said, it just it's a very supportive place. People are very, very supportive of each other and an awful lot of weight has been lost on that board. Um over the over the over the last I, I guess it's probably been there for about it's gotta be at least eight years old. Eight years that board's been there. Yeah. Yeah. And just before I moved from Massachusetts, yeah, and it's 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 great. So if you're if you're if you need support losing weight, if you need ideas to help you lose weight, um, and you know to get ready for your trip. So I know I need to do something. And Bob and I both just recently oh bought God. Uh, the the Nintendo Wii, um, which I'm not going to go into a big explanation of what it is. If you don't know what it is, it's it's a video game system that just recently came out that requires you to actually get up and move. Um, you don't sit on the couch and just hold a controller. You 
do virtual bowling and virtual tennis with a that's madness it is uh, i got to tell you something though it's you work up a sweat yeah and it's a lot of fun and it's addictive so you so know so it's good cardio Brian, yeah, it is it's it is. excellent cardio and Brian's actually rearrange in our, our our living room because for the bowling game the couch is in the way so for his approach so all of a sudden my <laughs> couch is no, you literally you have to take like three steps and he's, bowl. I he's mean, moved. Gotta... He's moved my. He he doesn't think I noticed, but he's moved my couch back like fifty feet from the <laughs> TV, so it's like a little screen, and it, I have a fifty-two inch screen, and you can barely see it. But he needed to move it for the approach, so I think he's going to move it again. But we'll I see. think you'll still be able to see your TV if it's that big. Yeah, but <laughs> I tell you, my my forearm. I think I I tore a calf, a, a calf mus- muscle. In the back of my calf. That's not in your arm? <laughs> no, in my leg. Okay. Not my leg that I wear my boot on either. You, you did say your forearm. But there's t- we, I played tennis the other day in golf. I almost killed With myself. With your leg? Go- yeah. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> with the boot. He played golf with the boot. <laughs> I just wanted to get the story I, straight. I actually, when I do play golf, I use the boot as a putter sometimes. Oh, I'd it's pay money. It's got a flat service. I'd pay money to see that. You have no idea what a, go- a round of golf with Bob is like. You're right, and I'm some probably days, never going to find someday out. Someday people are oh, paid they're gonna to write, do They're going to write on the dis boards, I want to play golf with Bob. Maybe we'll do that as a prize. There you go. Golfing or, with Bob. Or a penalty. I actually, <laughs> I actually let people tee up the golf ball in the fairway. All right, well, that's going to do it for uh, Forum Watch this week. And finally, for the first part of our show... Uh, we are going to give away a prize. We promised that at the end of every month we were going to take all the emails that we had read on the show for the previous month and randomly select one person to win a prize. I've got 30 envelopes in front of me. Each contains a different prize. And we selected a winner earlier in the week and contacted her, and she has chosen her number. Julie, you want to tell us who our winner is? Our winner is Michelle Bowles. Um, she sent me an email after I told her she had won, and she says, Woohoo! <laughs> this is great news. I'm so excited. I just love the Diz and the message boards. It's where I spend my lunch hour each day. And she says, I choose number 14. Again, thanks so much. Let me know what I need to do. And at the end, woohoo! <laughs> She's really excited. <laughs> All right, so envelope number 14. She sounds like little Richard. <laughs> Mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. He made him and snort again. I snorted again. <laughs> Drum roll. And <laughs> what a little piece what's of your name, Michelle? Michelle. Well, congratulations, Michelle. Three days, two nights at the Walt Disney World Swan and wow. Dolphin. Wow. You picked wow. a great number. That was a good number, Michelle. <laughs> what a, what I'm, glad, I'm glad that was our first yeah. one. Now, it, you know, among the prizes that we have in here, we have uh, a bunch of $25 Disney gift certificates. We have a couple of gift certificates to the Mandara Spa. We have some round-trip transfers from Orlando Airport uh, with FL Tours. We have... What else did I put in there? We have tickets. Oh, we have, we have a 10-night park hopper ticket with six fun features. We have a seven-night or seven-day uh, park hopper with five fun features. And uh, we have... Some stay, some more stays at the Swan Dolphins. Some stays, some three day, two night stays at Sheridan Vistana Villages. That bag that Kevin likes, right? Mm-hmm. The bag, the bagalini. There's a bagalini in there and an Overland Donner bag from Bob's tip board. It's a bagalini. 
it's this thing that they talk about on the boards all the time. It's a it's a messenger bag that slings over your shoulders to carry all your stuff around the parks. Okay. There's also a there's also a thirty gig iPod. Wow! Wow! In there for the offering. Yeah, so we've yeah. got some we've got some good prizes. Well, wow, that's a nice gift. Congratulations, yeah. Michelle! Wanted to, I wanted to have a nice range. You know, some nice, some really like you know more expensive stuff. Some you know the twenty five dollar gift certificates. Obviously, there are more of the twenty five dollar gift certificates than anything else. So your odds of winning. No, you know, odds of winning are one in thirty. So now, can the next person pick thirteen? Next person or fourteen? Pick whatever. 40, it was. Yep, and the next person can pick fourteen. Another prize is going to go in and replace that. Cool. So, uh, congratulations, Michelle, on being the first winner in uh, in this contest. And for the rest of you folks, like I said, you know, when you when when you send us your emails to podcast at wdwinfo.com, if we read them on the show, you will get a Diz Unplugged T-shirt from us, and also automatically be. Entered in the drawing. All right. Well, congratulations, Michelle. We uh, we appreciate you sending your email in. And uh, for the rest of you, if you send us an email to podcast at wdwinfo.com or go to our podcast main page at podcast.wdwinfo.com, you just fill out the form there. If we read your email on the show, we're going to send you your own Diz Unplugged T-shirt. And if uh, at the end of the month, we will select one of our Lucky listeners to win one of these fabulous prizes. <laughs> As I do my Carol Merrill. Hand wave. The hand wave. He's a prices right girl. I am. <laughs> you know, I used to watch that as a kid. They're still there. <laughs> the same ones? Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. I think they're, they're, they're embalmed. Oh. <laughs> he's, he's retiring this week, I think. Yeah, his last show is June 5th. <laughs> Who's replacing him? Me. Rosie O'Donnell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she, she she had a quick opening in her yeah, schedule. Really. Her schedule became very, very open. Boy, that happened quick. All right, that'll do it this week, folks, for part one of our show. Uh, for those of you interested, part two, we'll have our uh, email discussions from this week. And for those of you not staying with us for email, we hope you have a great week, and we'll see you next Tuesday on the next edition of the Diz Unplugged Roundtable. You have a great week.